Hello, sweaties. How are you doing today? I want to say thank you. Welcome back to Happy Medium Fit Podcast. And thank you so much for all of the love and sharing on the previous episodes. Once again, we're new out here, but is jam-packed with lots of information and I hope that it's delivered in a fun way, but also in a tangible way where you can leave feeling like you learn something every time and can easily apply these things to your life to instantly see results that you're looking for or feel better about yourself or build confidence or build mindful practices and healthy habits and all the fun stuff. And once again, finding your happy medium. So in a way that is sustainable and practical and finding your happy medium because the goal of this is just to share all of the stuff that I share with my clients, all the stuff that I just try to spread on social media with my content on there and just give you guys the nitty gritty, but also easy steps to implement. So today is going to be one of those episodes and this might be one that you're not expecting, which is kind of fun. I'm going to throw you a little curveball because it's about dieting. And I actually want to challenge you before we even dive into this. What do you think of when you hear the word diet? What words come to mind? For me, I think restriction. I think misery. I think cardio. Chicken broccoli. I think pretty much that's it. So I want you to think about that and ask yourself and reflect, what do you think? Because to me, it always has like a negative connotation and it sucks or it's because you hate yourself or because you're not skinny enough or like it's just it's just negative. It's like when you tell someone at work like, oh, sorry, can't eat that. I'm on a diet. And then everyone's like, oh, what kind of diet are you on? And it's like, then they're like, oh, just have some, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't even know. Like, it's just always negative. It's really hard to find something where it's like people are really positive and motivating about it. And also, like, the word diet doesn't even mean that you're trying to lose weight or that you're in a fat loss phase. A diet is just the types of foods that you consume in your diet regimen, right? So that's what a diet is. So it's like, if you're gluten-free, that's a diet. If you're vegetarian or vegan, that's a diet. So it's just the foods that make up your consumption. And so I just hate that it has a negative connotation. And you'll catch me say it in like dieting because it's kind of one of those words that you can use interchangeably with other things. But whenever I'm saying dieting right now, I'm talking about like a fat loss phase or a weight loss phase. And a lot of the times when you follow these fitness influencers or you know, coaches or when people are talking about working out and nutrition, people are constantly thinking, oh, like, yeah, they might do some weight training or they're doing a workout class or they're doing cardio, but the goal is to primarily lose weight, right? It's like, no, that's not it. And also like when you're quote unquote dieting, like, or watching what you eat, it's like, Now, whenever you watch what you eat, people just consider that a diet. It's like, no, I'm just eating a normal food. Sorry. But anyways, um, everyone, I feel like when you see these pages, it's like 
you think that that's the goal or like when I'm promoting like that I have a coaching opening or something like that or this is my client, it's like the goal isn't always fat loss. The goal isn't always just about how you look either. But I feel like that's what you always think it's about when it's not. And, you know, I want to teach people how to eventually live at maintenance, right? It's like if you have a lot of weight to lose and you know that, then that's fine and we can definitely do that. But the goal is to not just be in a fat loss phase and dieting year round. That's actually unhealthy. And I'm saying this with my heart on my sleeve in a way because it's very vulnerable because even me as a coach, I find myself in this mindset and having to unlearn these things, right? It's like, even me, like I was trying to diet for so long and like a year and like thinking that like I need to keep cutting my calories and there's times where I was super skinny and just like not giving myself a diet break or living at maintenance and I had to learn that the hard way and I have to basically teach this to every single client that I work with and that's the crazy part too. I'll work with people who are really experienced with fitness and you know care about their nutrition and all this stuff but they don't even know how many calories they're consuming. They don't know that they're under eating. They don't know that they've been under eating for an extended period of time that's actually damaging their metabolism and hindering their results. And it's actually what's preventing you from reaching your results. And so that can also create a negative um, relationship with food and negative relationship with working out because now it becomes obsessive or it becomes too much. And then you're not seeing results and then it can cause a rebound or a yo-yo dieting and it's just there's so much that I can't cover it all today but basically today I'm going to go over signs that you are either not ready for a fat loss phase physically or mentally or that you've just been under eating and we need to fix your metabolism before we can even start to think about fat loss because the goal is to do a quick little diet phase do a little fat loss go into a cut, and then you want to build your calories back up to maintenance and live at maintenance for like six months before you go into another diet. And it's obviously going to look different for everybody and it comes in different phases. And I'm going to go over a podcast where I go into the three phases of cutting, maintenance, and bulking and when to implement them. But just for the sake of today, just know that the goal isn't to be dieting year round. That's horrible for you. And people don't know that and people don't know the signs on what to look for. And so this can be a game changer because if you're not aware of these things or the signs, then how are you supposed to know if you're ready for a fat loss phase? You look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, I could lose five pounds or I could lose 10 pounds. And you just think that and you're like, okay, it's time. But there is a lot of signs that you're body and that your brain will be screaming out to you trying to tell you that it's not ready but if you're not aware of these signs then you won't know so the good news is many people have had to learn this the hard way myself included and i have the answers so i'm gonna go over five signs that you are not ready for a fat loss phase majority of women that i work with are not ready for a fat loss phase and these are signs to let you know to let you know that you're not ready and so you know why we'll dive into the why and so get out a cute little piece of paper and pen 
this is going to be a good one. And it's also something that like even I have heard a million times and it took someone else to tell me like, you aren't realizing these signs, pull your head out of your ass. Do you not see this? So it's also hard to be honest with ourselves, even once you do know the signs. So it's important to retain this information today, but also revisit it and revisit it periodically. And anytime that it crosses your mind of, I need to, you know, tighten up a little bit, I want to lean out a little bit, I want to quote unquote, go on a little diet, then I want you to review this checklist and be honest with yourself before you do it. And if you need help, girl, I'm here for you. But let me dive right in. So, The first thing is that you've already been under eating. You've already been in a deficit the last couple months you've been trying or, you know, you know that you've been maybe tracking your macros and you know that you're in a deficit or maybe you don't know because you're not tracking and you're unintentionally under eating or maybe you're purposely under eating because you think that's what you're supposed to do. So if you aren't tracking, it's kind of hard to really know, but that's another topic for another day, but the best, the secret, okay. But what I'm just trying to say that this can be done intentionally or unintentionally, but if you've been under eating or you've already been in a deficit, then you might not be ready. The secret and the best way to see results in your dieting phase, in your cutting phase, is to spend time out of a diet. Trying to go into a diet when you've been under eating is literally like trying to run a marathon when you have a broken leg. Like you can't do it. You're not ready. Your body is going to be like, what's going on? Why are you doing that? It's going to hurt. It's going to damage you. And it's going to leave you worse off than you were right now, right? So when you're on a low calorie diet for an extended period of time, your body and metabolism adapts to that. And it has no choice but to live on that and that lower intake. And the only way to see results at that point would be to lower your calories down. But even that could be detrimental and really bad for your health. Nobody should be eating below their BMR. If you're eating 1,300 calories and no one should be eating that amount, and then you only have you have no choice but to lower it and lower it. Like no one should be eating that a thousand calories. You cannot be eating like a toddler. And some symptoms or signs that you've been under eating to look out for um, are constant cravings. If you're really food focused and you have constant cravings for things, if you're really low energy, like just constantly fatigued and you don't know why, like you're sleeping, it's fine, and you know you're going about your daily life and you're just like, I have no energy to do anything, that's a huge sign. Irregular periods, that's a huge sign and that your hormones are out of whack. If you're frequently sick and your immune system's all out of whack, that's a huge sign. If you're having poor concentration, kind of goes with energy. You're just having a hard time focusing on your daily tasks. If you're always cold, our body needs to have a certain amount of calories to regulate our body temperature. And so if you're someone who's always cold or you're in a season right now where you're really, really cold all the time and you probably shouldn't be really cold, that's a huge indicator. And just mood swings, once again, being food focused, having poor sleep, low mood, and not being able to adhere to your macros or your 
meal plan or whatever you're trying to do are a sign that you have been under eating. So that's a huge one. And I cannot stress that enough. I will be shouting that from the rooftops. If you're under eating right now, you need to build your metabolism back up. You need to create a solid foundation and reestablish a baseline and be at that for a little bit. Have your body adapt to that. And then we can go in and cut your calories or increase your movement. And that's when that's when you're actually going to see the results. It's like if you're sitting there under eating all the time, I know that you're miserable. And if you might not even realize it because your body once again has no choice but to adapt and function like that. And that unfortunately becomes your new norm. And you might not even realize that you're cranky or tired or low energy and all these things because it happens slowly, right? Like you're not just going to wake up and be like, oh, I feel all of these symptoms and, you know, it must be time. It's going to be a slow process. You might be experiencing some of these and not all of these. And so it's just hard and you have to be honest with yourself, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's not always as plain and clear and right in front of our face as one might hope it would be. But if you know or find out that your calories aren't in a good place, you need to spend time out of a diet before you can lower your calories. I'm sorry. Someone had to tell you and I hate to break it to you, but it's just the truth. So take it or leave it. And But you're going to keep spinning your wheels if you don't hear me out. And I can promise you that. And once you learn it, you're like, oh my God, what have I been doing my whole life? Okay. With that, the second thing is if you aren't consistently hitting your food goal. So this is why I'm so such a big fan about macros, whether you're dieting or you're in maintenance or whatever the case may be. If you can't stick to your goals and consistently hit your goals, we don't have data. And if I don't have data, we can't make any decisions. If someone's giving you a meal plan or a calorie suggestion or anything like that, and they don't know what your current intake is, what your current eating style is like, what your metabolism is currently at, then they don't know. They're not, they run away. They don't know what they're saying. They don't know you. They don't know how much food you've been eating and they don't, they don't know. And if you don't know, how are they going to know? So I always have my clients track their food for a week or two minimum just to see what their current eating style is, their habits, their routine, but also how much calories they're consuming and what their metabolism is like. And if they're losing weight on that calorie intake, if they're maintaining on that intake or if they're gaining on that intake. And then from there, I can go in and see the data and make an initial training goal. I mean, nutrition goal. It's like, if we don't have the data, we don't have it. If you don't have discipline to hit your food when you're not in a diet, then what makes you think you're going to be able to do it when you're in a diet? Consistency with this wins every single time. And once again, you don't have to track forever. This isn't something where you're going to have to track your food for the rest of your life. But if you're really trying to make a change that's once again sustainable and practical and the best for your body and your internal and external health, then this is going to be a huge tool and it's just science, unfortunately. Don't blame me. Blame the science. Third thing, and I mentioned this as a symptom of undereating, but this is huge and hormonal health is huge. 
If you don't have a regular menstrual cycle, this can be a sign that you're overtraining or that you're under eating, but it's also a sign that something internally may may need some professional attention. I also want to say it's ironic, right, that whenever people are overweight or they feel like there's like some stubborn fat that they can't lose, we're so quick to be like, oh, it must be my hormones. And a lot of time if you're taking birth control or something or there is something that's altering your hormones, that can be it. So I'm not trying to discredit that. A lot of this can be valid. But we're so quick to be like, oh, I have PCOS or it must be my hormones. I need to get my hormones checked out. It might be my thyroid. And it's like, girl, yes, that can be true and go get that checked out. But a lot of time, if you are just implementing exercise and proper nutrition, I work with so many people who those symptoms of like PCOS, for example, just magically disappear. Is that a coincidence? I'll let you decide. But if we're so quick to blame, you know, fat loss issues on our hormones, it's interesting that you don't see it in the other side, right? Of like, oh, I'm under eating and it's messing with my hormones and it's causing me not to have a period or whatever the case may be. Um, Our cycles aren't just important for fertility reasons, but also just play a huge role, once again, in fat loss and or in muscle gain. Any goal that you have with fitness-wise, having a regular cycle can be an indicator of overall health and a diet, once again, is stress on the body and stress is a factor or like aspect of having irregular periods. So that is just something to keep in mind. And an example of this is any like bikini competitors that you see. It's really common that at the end of their cut and their leaning out phase and they're ready to go on stage and a lot of them are aware of this and know that their, you know, menstrual cycle is going to disappear and then eventually they have to build their calories back up post-show and they'll get their periods back. So this is something that we see commonly in people that are under eating. That's an extreme example. But if you're having irregular periods, that could be a sign. Fourth one. And I have talked about this and I will continue to talk about it. So I'm sorry. You can fast forward to step five if you don't want to hear about it. But once again, if you do not manage your stress or your sleep, you're shit out of luck, girl. These are the two most important. And might I add, the most overlooked factors in your ability to diet successfully or once again, fat loss, cut, whatever you want to call it. Lack of stress management can lead to a range of physical and emotional symptoms such as like producing more cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And also this hormone can increase your appetite and getting enough sleep is just so crucial for fat loss or even for bulking or muscle gain or whatever your goal is because sleep affects almost every single process in your body. If you're not managing your sleep and if you're not managing your stress, dieting can not only be difficult but almost pointless and once again, just counterintuitive at that point. So I did a sleep podcast on the last one. If you haven't heard that, dive into that. I also dive into like a sleep routine. And I also threw in stress management practices in there. And so I highly recommend doing that and implementing it. Small, small things can make the biggest difference. 
and you won't believe me until you try it for yourself. So go check that out. Okay, last one. If you expect fat loss to fix your self-image, this might not be the right time for you. And you're like, wait, what? Like a lot of times we start our fitness journey or we want to go into a diet or we want to go in a fat loss phase because we're so focused on how we look. And I want to preface with, is it okay to want to change how you look? 100%. Absolutely. But it's so important to love yourself even while trying to change it. It's okay to love yourself and also want to change and grow and become better or more healthier and it's okay. But can dieting actually truly fix how you feel about yourself? Not really. It can lead to a confidence boost in the gym or becoming strong or, you know, once again, improve your physique. But self-image is way more complex than just that and involves way more than just your self-appearance. So you'll likely need to address those psychological factors first so that it's not all about, once again, your appearance. And this, once again, I keep to once again, before worrying about your appearance, but it's just so toxic. And a lot of health and fitness culture can be toxic. And a lot of us have to unlearn toxic mindset and behaviors and just unlearn our thought, like just rewire our brains. And it's crazy. But while weight loss can improve your physical health and appearance, if we focus too much on this, it actually can just increase your negative self-image and lead to unhealthy toxic behaviors. And we definitely do not want that. So we need to make sure that we're approaching weight loss in a way that takes into account both your physical but also your mental well-being. So I just want to throw that out there because a lot of people think of it because they hate themselves or they want to look a certain way, but it's not going to be the end-all be-all for you. And and I can also promise you that. So that is it. I'll do a quick little cute little recap for you. But once again, I hate to break it to you, but I promise to always be honest, to always be truthful, and to also save you guys time, save you guys heartache, and make you stop spinning your wheels, make you stop yo-yo dieting. Like I just don't want you to be in this cycle. I don't want you to have a negative view of health and fitness. I want you to be your best self physically, mentally, spiritually, and find your happy medium and just be happy. You know what I mean? It's like, I just want you to be healthy. I just want you to be happy. And if you're thinking about going into a fat loss phase or a diet or cut, if you're inconsistent with your food intake, if you've been under eating for an extended period of time, if you have a pattern of yo-yo dieting, if your relationship with food isn't healthy, if you aren't sleeping well, if your stress is just sky high, skyrocketed, um, or if you're just going through a hard season, you know, I'm not talking about just like your daily stressors, but like if life is just throwing you some curveballs right now, it might not be the time. If you don't have any mindfulness practices in place, we want to do, we want to focus on that first. If you aren't having good digestion, if you're gut health is just out of whack. Um, if your period is irregular or if you're overtraining or if you're 
This is the most common one. If you're overdoing cardio, ugh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, then you're just not ready. You're not ready. Um, so in turn, let me leave you with this. This is the checklist to know that you are ready. So let's write this down. Legit, make a checklist. I might even make one in the notes of this podcast for y'all so that you can screenshot it. You know what? I'm going to do that for you. Go screenshot this. This is a checklist that you are, in fact, ready, and it is your time to shine, baby. And we are going to just get in and get out. And that's the other thing. The fat loss phases aren't supposed to be a whole year. They aren't supposed to be six months. We can just get in, we can get out, and we can make it quick. We can make it efficient. We can work smarter, not harder, and just get what we're looking for out of it, right? And make it worth it. So this is the checklist. You have been in maintenance or above it for some time. You have a positive relationship with food. You're not consumed by food thoughts. You get seven hours of sleep every night. You have stress management techniques. You're not in a season of high, unbearable stress. You have regular digestion. You have regular menstrual cycles. And you have a foundation of healthy habits that you are consistent with. If you have trouble with this, this is my forte. I will help you if you want. My DMs are always open. The link in my bio on my Instagram, Taylor Hodson underscore. That is T-A-Y-L-O-R-H-O-D as in dog, S-O-N as in Nancy underscore. I'll put that in the podcast notes or whatever for you if you want to check out my Instagram. If you aren't following me already, that is like, what are you even doing with your life? You need to go do that, girl. But yeah, hit me up if you ever have any questions about this stuff client or not, I would love to help you or give you any insight or support that I can as always. That is what social media is here for, to socialize, to network. And so um, I will do anything I can to support you in your journey. But if you are looking for someone to genuinely like help you with exactly where you're at and not just give you a one-size-fits-all plan that actually, once again, knows what your current intake is, knows what your current training level is, and just get in there and help you build a sustainable, practical routine that makes fitness and health fit into your life instead of having your life revolve around it and help you with these practices and help you with sleep and all of that stuff. That is what I do. I'm so much more than just here's a meal plan, here's a workout plan, get after it. I help you with all of this so that once again, we can get the most out of it and really step into the best version of yourself, achieve your dream body, build confidence in a sustainable way and help you find your happy medium. So shameless self-plug and self-promo in that because that is what this is all about for me. So if you have any questions, please let me know. Take a screenshot, write it down, save this podcast, share it with a friend who you think needs to hear this message, and um, don't forget to leave me a cute little review. It would mean the world to me, and yeah, I hope that you learned something today. I hope that you take something from this, and I hope that you have a good rest of your day, have a good rest of your week, whatever day it is for you, and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. T-T-Y-L-B-R-B-G-2-G-X-O-X-O.